0: who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. everyone. This is Allie from Find Your Joy. I'm so glad you're here with us today. And today, oh my gosh, you are just going to be so excited to meet this guest. Patricia O'Brien is here. She is an artist. She is a certified transformational coach. She is a futurist, a musician, a singer, and an author of an amazing children's book called Magic Food for Me. And I'm thrilled to have her here today as a guest. Hello, Patricia. How are you?
1: hi Ali I'm so thrilled to be here thank you so much for having me I'm just so excited
0: I am too I'm just I, you know I go and I start reading everything that you're doing and I'm like oh my gosh there's so many things that we have in common i you know and i and it's all about me. No, I just get very excited because I love to hear what someone else is doing and their way of seeing the world. And it's just really exciting. So where shall we start? Do you want to start with your children's book and tell us a little bit about that and maybe hold it up? Because uh, first, when part of this will be sure. video, Sure. So, tell me about so this, this beautiful
1: book. This is magic food for me. And it just passed its 10 year mark. You can get it on Amazon. Wow. Um, It is a children's picture book and song that I wrote and it teaches children through pictures to make the association between consuming fresh fruits and vegetables and having more happiness, vitality and good behavior. So like when the main character eats the good food, her whole body lights up on the inside. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's beautiful. And then, you know, when the other guy eats the junk food, he's got all kinds of problems and trolls and blockades.
0: Right, right. Oh, that's beautiful. So that really helps him to associate the two. Yes. Oh, I love it. And so... Now, so I, I, two things. I have two questions rushing through my head, and they're both trying to come out my mouth at the same time. Whoa. Okay. So, how does that work for you in terms of what your practice is already? So, your practice is you're a transformational coach, and we, I think you said there are parts of what you do have something to do with nutrition. And then there's a the way that you married that with doing stuff with children as well. So it is, do you work with children or you just felt like writing the book? How did that go? So I actually don't have children of
1: my own. I have seven nieces and and nephews, but, um, I just have a passion for children because children are our future and they grow into adults. And I have studied quite a lot about the way the brain works and I just thought, okay, this is when people are programmable more easily programmable. So we can give them a really good start in life by helping them to see through, like I said, through the pictures, like, okay, if I consume this, then that's gonna, I'm gonna have good behavior. I'm gonna be high and light and happy. And maybe I shouldn't be eating the other stuff. And um, and then of course the song is catchy and and that's fun. And The interesting part about that story, you know, that was 10 years ago and that was five years in the making. So more than 15 years ago, this was coming up in my spirit. I have since, and the the transformational coaching that I do now is very much about how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you've got your systems, your digestion, your circulation, your everything, you know, your, your nervous system, um, your neurological, everything, when it's in order on the inside, things are much more on the order, in order on the outside. Oh, and that nice. book, the book was just talking about food, but in reality, it's everything that we consume. It's the right. energy we get from other people. It's the discordant or or congruent and cohesive energy that we see on the mainstream media or on movies or from our brothers and sisters and who, whatever you know. What's coming from the outside then creates this either balance or imbalance on the inside and then we speak and think in a way that is also part of that so it's all related and it's funny i just didn't i just you know when i wrote the book i was really only thinking about food but it's just so true that what you take in is so important as to what you're going to be able to put out
0: exactly i love i love that it's with the kids it has an actual picture for them to be able to see the difference and to see how that works on their insides and how it progresses on the outside. And I thought, well, there's a lot of adults that it would be really helpful for us to take a look at that book as well, because sometimes we forget. It's funny in my book, I have this whole thing about our gates, our eye gates, our ear gates, our mouth gates, all of it. And I talk about what we let in. So it's very similar. Again, what we let in is so much. And that's right down to the movies that we do, the, the conversations that we have, all of it. Uh, There's just a way that it processes through us. So I love that you're talking about that. And it's so wonderful that it starts with kids. And of course the visual again, that they can see that. Well, that's beautiful. So
1: go I didn't tell you you this before, but I have been, I don't know when I could get it out and maybe something could happen really quickly, but I have been ruminating on and thinking about and really feeling led to bring, you know, they have picture books for adults. Like a tabletop yes. picture book that's just a fun book and it's easy to share. It's not like, hey, you need to borrow this book to go take it home. When you have a friend or a family member over, you show them, and even adults learn the same way with pictures. Absolutely, okay.
0: you know, and it's and it's non-threatening, right? So you just if you do it in a way that it's not necessarily cutesy, but there's. Whatever, some kind of art or photography or whatever, some visual something that's visual, and there's some words that it's easy to, like you said, like I think they used to call them coffee table books.
1: That someone would
0: just pick up and they would sort of take a look through it, and there's good information in there as well as a picture that would draw them in. I think that's, I think that's a beautiful way to do things. I mean, we all need to learn in whatever way that we can, and if if it comes in in a non-threatening manner. All the better for, especially for a person. Those of us who want to dig deeper will dig deeper. But the initial, you know, the mustard seed, the initial mustard seed there that can be nourished and nurtured and nourished is wonderful. So tell me a little bit about what you do. I'm really curious about this. A futurist. I'll go to the, I'll go straight to it because I'm very curious about that.
1: So my body of work is encompassing this. I don't know if I've said that already here. You and I had spoken a few minutes before we began, but how you do one thing is how you do everything. I and love that. In my my personal experience and path in life, I have come become aware that I'm a highly sensitive person categorically. And I don't really like titles. I don't like to be stuffed in a box because I feel like I really don't fit any of those boxes. But in the human condition, we need these um perspective to sort of compare, okay, here's, here's a group of people who have this set of of characteristics and I can see myself in that group. And I always just want to tell everyone, highly sensitive people um, was put together back in the nineties, that, that category, but it also includes the umbrella of say people with autism because they get overwhelmed with sounds and, and senses and things. And so praise the Lord, I'm not in that category but I do get extremely overwhelmed with energies, with people's thoughts and, and um, uh, the world and, 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 and everything. And, and what comes with highly sensitive people, this is the piece I wish I had known, is because you feel everything so deeply, you feel the sadness that is categorized as existential depression because you feel the sadness of the world and mm. all the 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 falling down of of different industry and everything else that's going on now politics and the food system and the education system and all these other things well for those for that special category the highly sensitive that they say that's about 15 to 20 percent of the population and i haven't seen a breakdown on who are the ones that are in the autistic spectrum and who are the ones that are not well i'm i'm not and i'm seeking to reach out to and I do best with the clients of mine now in my coaching that are not in there they're they are the highly sensitive and they're highly gifted highly talented because they are able to access senses and thoughts and feelings and everything they are also more connected to those higher level energies I guess spirits is there's information coming from other places that that the average person who's not highly sensitive and there's benefits to that too because it's easier to live in this world in this physical vessel which yes is what i call our body but those people that are highly sensitive and they feel this existential depression you know we're losing them we're losing some of them to um to suicide and to other very important um, heavy topics. And so right, right. my heart was just like, these are the people who have, not, I'm not saying they're the only ones, but I feel very strongly that these are the people right now who have the access to the innovative ideas that we need for industry, for, for education, for food and for all the rest. And many of them were like me and maybe still be out there like me, and don't know that they're highly sensitive and how important it is to protect their energy. And I'm a highly sensitive and an extrovert. So I both enjoy being around other people, but I also have to have time by myself. And, and it was a real struggle. And so that is where the, the sweet spot is in my background and in my insight in, in nurturing and calling out to those people who fit in that category, because we are the ones who have these new ideas on how to do things. On Clubhouse, I speak um, about trailblazing our future. And you think of trailblazing is like a, you're having to cut a new path and it's not the right. easiest thing to do, but you're making a way and a path for others who will follow when they see and buy into the vision that you have. But we got to right. keep you here to, to, to bring your vision forth. Right. And I, I only wish that someone had told me this. They had pulled me inside and said, Patricia, you are highly sensitive. You're also highly gifted. There's, It's no mistake that you have all these interests and passions and, and experiences. You have a very unique set of background with, with the sales, the marketing, the real estate, the art and innovation. And that's why I am... I'm on that edge, uh, the front edge of talking about the importance of the food and the education. On that note note with the food, this is not just a notion of how you do one thing, how you do everything. There's a video on YouTube where it's a scientist talking about the genetically modified foods. Right. Genetically modified foods, when you consume them, you're taking them at, now, now that's a big, that's a broad term. So please, everybody just bear with me on this. When the, when the structure of a, of a food has been changed such that your body does not recognize it, it's very discordant energy, especially for a highly sensitive person. It's going to mess up your gut flora. It's going to mess up your digestion, your circulation, your system. Everything is completely out of whack. Whether it's genetically modified or highly processed or highly preserved, and those usually all kind right, of Right. So, it's just really important that we recognize and see that these these pieces we can't just go for what is what is easy or what can be just tweaked. We need new ideas, we need new ways of thinking and that sometimes takes longer to make that food, it takes longer to to and it takes maybe a little bit larger budget on your food, just a little bit, not a massive amount. On your food versus you know, going to another movie gonna give you which is gonna give you a wrong message. I can't even remember exactly what your question was, but I, I hope that I answered it. Please let me know.
0: That that's okay. Well, I I think it covers a lot of where we're going with this anyways. Specifically what I had asked was what exactly is a futurist? So, so when, so what I hear you talking about a lot is, is um, as a highly sensitive person, and I I understand that so highly sensitive person, I would describe that basically when i when i think of i'm a highly sensitive person that was would be how i would describe myself i i like you don't like labels i just understand that if i walk into a room and i could walk in with another person who is not like me they might not um Well, let's put it this way. If I walk in with with a person who has sensitive hearing, and the music is on really loud, and I don't have sensitive hearing, I try to explain it to someone like that. It's not going to really bother that person, or might not bother me that the music is loud, but they hear it louder it 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 comes in and it can actually make them feel dizzy it can it there's a whole bunch of many different sensory the way their senses perceive that sound that is going to actually shift them it could make them dizzy it could give them a headache all those things where it might not do that to me uh, if i go outside and i have a migraine um sunglasses aren't even going to cut it you know, but if somebody walks out and they don't have that, then it's, it's a totally different experience. So if I explain it to someone that way, and then say, okay, now just imagine that life in general, is that way. Uh feelings are a little too loud and bright. Uh, my experience of the world is somewhat like I don't have skin on and my raw flesh is bumping up against things, except it happens to be my spirit and my heart and how I perceive things. So I, I, I love that you're when you're describing it, it's, it's not to say, hey, I'm different about that. It's like I'm shorter than my husband. He can reach the stuff that's taller. Nobody's better or worse. We're just created a little bit differently. So I, I get that part when you're saying that. So help me to understand how does that cl- click in with the futurist part? Um, or, bringing, or does it? Does bringing, it? Does it? Bringing new
1: solutions. Right. Okay. To, to problems. And I think if you, I know that if you look up, if you look by definition, a lot of people, and I believe there are even degrees in, in being a futurist, it's, it's very often around technology. Okay. And it talks about technology, really innovative new use of technology. Okay. Some artificial intelligence. But there's that's a whole, whole nother topic because when you start using artificial intelligence, then depending on what the application is, and I'm not saying that all AI is bad, but when you start looking at being served or serving people based on what they have observed in the past potentially overlaid with what they would like you to begin preferring then how are you leaving the door open for innovative new things when the ai becomes something that then begins guiding your decisions so it's about it's about putting green roofs again even though they're not the cheapest even though they're not the 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 fastest even though they're not the most efficient from the from the outset is we need it in some cities and some applications we need to cool down the hot cities i live in houston texas i've been here for a real long time i love <laughs> it i love it but it does get hot and yes but there are other cities and many places where we need new technologies and i just know that there are some of these very gifted individuals who have just as you said like the skin is I forget the term you use, but what I always think of is our membrane is very thin.
0: Yes, very thin. And it's, I have Googled futurist to thank you, Dr. Google, because that's wonderful. Um, So the definition is imagining, envisioning, projecting, and or predicting what has not yet been realized. There you, go. you yes futuristic thinkers have the ability to look past the events of today and into the pos- possibilities of tomorrow so uh so i get it so a futurist exactly what you're saying is an innovator an inventor a vision visionary there are people who and if and if you would um connect that or, or couple that with a person who happens to be a highly sensitive individual. So then that highly sensitive ind- individual, I can see why you're saying that, because as a very sensitive person, you are going to see several steps or layers ahead of a person who is not about what would be required. Yes. So that's very interesting. Now, is there are, are you involved in any um, I think you talked about being involved with other people. So are you involved with other futurists or is this something you're still in the beginning stages of looking for others to couple with and and partner with? How does that work? I mean, when I like I said, when I speak on
1: Clubhouse and some other smaller venues or smaller group discussions, perhaps uh, or rather Yes, we, we discuss and talk about these topics quite a lot. And it's it's the implementation piece, um, because coming back to the importance of a person who is like this visionary, because they have that tendency to go yes. to have the thin membrane, if they can stay clean enough, and these are the things I'm about to say ah. are If the things I'm about to say are pretty simple, they're not, I'm not saying it's necessarily easy. It wasn't easy for me. And I've had passion about health and wellness for a really long time. You know, here I'm I'm drinking my celery organic, freshly squeezed organic celery juice because that is beautiful um, as far as the structure of it, celery and everything. So my system lights up with that. Now, that takes some effort to do that, to have it in the fridge, to to put the juicer together and to get it and make it. And, you know, I, and I'll, I may do it and have it ready for the next day. I'm, I don't always want to have to mess with that. that. Um, but it's it's important that I reach those people because if if they're like me and they feel as deeply as they do, then more often than not, they're certainly not thinking about Drinking organic celery juice, or or taking a walk in nature, although that's one of the best things, because again, you get around trees right. and plants that are um, not altered and they're not, you know, discordant. You will begin to, as your system is more cellularly running properly. You're like the, you know, the the main character in Magic Food for me, where her system is lighting up then she can light up, her mind can light up. But for the most part, highly sensitive people who don't know any better are walking around discordant, depressed about the world, depressed about their own situation. Right. And one of the only pleasures they have, or not one of the only, but one pleasure is certainly food. And there's plenty of food that's going to throw you even further off. Right. And and so that um, that's my biggest passion is... Not necessarily, even though I love talking about the futuristic aspect, and that is the piece, the futurist aspect, and that's the piece and the reason why I have this passion for this group of people. I haven't implemented those things myself. I just feel like my piece is being able to understand who these people are and to show them the compelling evidence that talks about the necessity for, for even for breathing and for that detox. My goodness, I could give you some very simple detox. And there's an order to detox in your body. You don't just go and say, well, I've been drinking, uh, you know, wine for a long time. So I'm going to do my liver right now. Well, there's an order to detox. And, and so there's just some pieces and parts and exercise. So, and, and art, we've talked ourselves to death. You know, we've talked, we've talked, and then you look at the different interpretations of a talk, and we can talk about connotations of a word, and then someone says something else and something different. And the truth is, not just for highly sensitive, it's for everybody. Art is a language, whatever your choice is, whether it's music or dance or physical movement, you know, with yoga, positioning, or meditation, or painting, or singing, and there is a universal aspect of it, especially when there's no language involved in the medium that no one can argue with. It's like divinity can just come through that artwork and heal you. And that, and it does, yes, it does. When, it you're does. Talk, when you're talked out with, you know, she said this and he said that, and that book said this, and they said that, and this is, well, I'm a number three over here and I'm a INTF over this. And it's like, No, why don't you just breathe, you know, detox a little bit. I'm not, I'm not trying to give anybody a long list of things to do, but when they start doing some of these things, they begin to physically feel so much better, which is when their mind can relax enough. I have to say this piece, you know, we we all have, and this is a quantum physics notion is not making this up. We all have a certain amount of energy energy is neither created nor destroyed. It only changes form. There's some, some people, some workout gurus out there that talk about, I'm going to help you get more energy. Well, what they're saying is we're going to take away some of the energy that you don't have from being inflamed and infected and overweight and, and, and all these other things. So that's what I'm talking about too, is don't have, um, you know, joint pain and inflammation and and mental fog and all of the other things that come from absorbing people's negative opinions and the the media instilling fear and the food having discordant stuff go on and preservatives that (laughs) so when you can you can reduce the amount of energy necessary to run this physical vessel
0: this is amazing this is amazing Beautiful. And your point, some people, this will be uh, for some people will be watching this on a video, and some people will only get the audio of this. And so Patricia was pointing at her brain, her mind, yeah. oh, the yes. way that she processes it all. And, it, and no, and it's beautiful, because I, 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 I know for myself, that what I when we put in when we are eating clean, and so we're able to function better. I was speaking to someone earlier today and I said, Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm in my 60s now. When I was in my 20s, what I could get away with, get away with what I thought I could get away with was much more. Nowadays, if I was to eat um, ch- cheap chocolate or something, you know, do you know what I mean? Like if I was to just go away from it just even a little bit, I well, I, I said I might as well have drank a 26 or a tequila the night before because I'm just wrecked from it now and 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 I mean I'm just basically the canary in the mine right I'm I mean everyone else we're all like that in some way so I love it when you're talking about that because it's it's being conscious and, and cognizant of what we're ingesting through our minds through our bodies through our breathing through our actions through our food through what we drink uh and trying to always be clean and cleansing you know there's many different forms that people look at that you know our bodies are temples um we're you know we are what we eat i love oh my gosh how you do one thing is how you do everything that will be my mantra i just i love that so much because it's true I was thinking about this. This is how it kind of works. And I'm and I'm sure maybe listeners will relate, I'm not sure, but here's how it goes. So if I am walking every day and I'm eating clean and I'm making sure I take time to write or paint or play music or whatever I'm doing, my life feels a certain way. But if I go off the rails with one of them, darn sure I'm probably going off with all of them that day. If I if I don't go for a walk, I'm probably going to maybe eat something that's not the greatest for me. And then who has energy or time or inspiration to paint? Like it's just, and it, and it kind of goes that way. And it's like this little package deal. And if I can just do one little thing and chip away at it, it helps everything connects and it connects. And this does that. So if I get up and I feel good and when I wake up, I do this thing. I, I cup my hand over my solar plexus. And I speak to myself because I know that's one of my acupuncture points, acupressure. It it it, it does so much. And I cop over that and I just and I breathe and I say, everything's going to be OK, hun. It's going to be a beautiful day today. And I and I put myself to sleep that way and I wake up that way and I breathe in. So I say that because of this on days that I forget to do that. On days that I get a little bit rushed and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do this thing. And instead of taking literally 30 seconds to just connect connect with for me I connect with a creator I go. I I just do that and I speak to my body and I tell her you're going to be awesome thank you so much for everything you've done for me so far you are amazing because I have not always been good to you but here we go and we're going to do this thing again it's the same so I love what you're saying so when you're when you're doing transformational coaching with people what does that look like what is it what is some a person contacts you um and maybe run us through the first few uh meetings that they might have with you so i have a 12 week course but i've also
1: done just some maybe three or four sessions with a client um in all my study and it's been more than 20 years of various mm-hmm. different healing modalities some certifications and i i also have my own i call it a recode elite and it's kind of i call it quantum surgery And it it just includes some modifications being made to how things are integrated, how things are understood. And and then we do some talking, but a lot of it is understanding where their struggle is. And Mm -hmm. I'm extremely intuitive. And so it's different for each person, of course, which of the many kind of points we've talked about, the connection, the food, the air, the exercise. And it's also finding something that's going to fit for them. That's doable. None of this needs to be overwhelming. You know, if, it, if it's not fun, why are we doing this? And, and the existential depression piece is so mm-hmm. important because once you understand that this isn't, this is not to their benefit, I guess, this is not something everyone feels. So I have to, I, at this juncture, I, I feel like I should say something about my understanding of the way that the universe is God has got or source creator has got a lot of different expressions of intelligent and, and, and other forms of life. Let's just call it plants, animals. And, and I am quite certain. And I think many people agree there are intelligent forms of life on other, other planets, other existences. Absolutely. Well, well, what (laughs) happens here? How you do one thing is how you do everything. So what happens here affects those other places. And our souls exist here and in other places. And it was the most, I can't think of the word right now, but the most courageous and brave souls that said, I'm willing to go down to earth and be highly sensitive so that I can still have a connection A stronger connection to source to help earth to pull some of these things into um, a better alignment not just for earth but for all of sources intelligent life forms in these other places and spaces and so when when you begin to understand that when that when you get that into your core like i'm not just here for me I'm not just here for mm. my family. I'm not just here. So again, it's the macrocosm to the microcosm. It's the kaleidoscope. It's the how you do one, the how things happen in one place. It's the hologram. It's, it's what's happening over here is also affecting what's happening over there. Even right. at very base level on, on your body. I recently stubbed my small toe in a way I've never thought that I could ever hit my foot. It's been like almost two weeks and my everything about me yes. has to be just to that the shoe I wear and how I walk and what I'm capable of thinking about walking how far. and So everything is affected, even when it's not visibly physically connected, it's still connected. We're, we're both all in this together, but we also each have as individual expressions in our own physical vessels on the earth plane have a responsibility and, the, and, and an innate power to make those changes at, the, at the, right. the level that we can on the individual piece. So getting into that understanding of why do I feel such sadness about this Earth situation? Because it's not just what I'm seeing here on Earth. I'm feeling it at the galactic level. You see this um, right. process that I do is called the intergalactic tuning machine. It's something in my dream state I've been experiencing for many, many years where I'm, I'm taken way out into the ethers And there's this points of light that are being put all over me to adjust and modify and integrate and attenuate these modifications that are necessary in order for me to understand and to, to be okay with because Mm -hmm. what I have, what I've been experiencing is people will say, do you feel like spirit forces you or pushes you? you feel pushed? I said, no, it's different. I'm, I'm being lifted to a, not in a better way as in superior, not, not in a higher way as in superior, but just literally standing from a higher position and a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And every time you get a little bit higher, just just like your feet are a little bit higher, you're looking, your, your viewpoint is so much bigger. And so right. the more you understand and the more you understand, the more that it makes it possible to be quote, okay with it and to stay with the program, to see that it's necessary to keep implementing these changes and modifications not just for you, not just for your family, not just for your country, not just for this
0: planet, but for all of creation. Right. Wow. I, 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 I- I don't know anything about that I mean I'm very interested it's really exciting to me and I'm 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 really working I would I could talk to you for a very long time and hear more about this because some of this are things that I I don't know about some are things that I have heard about from other people that it sounds similar to me but there is this is um this is a lot to digest. It's, it's so fascinating. I love the way you said, not in a superior way, but at at a higher level, just like if I was to go out into my yard right now and we were both looking at something and you, or I walked up a ladder and I could, then it changes my view, my vantage point. And, And that's the difference of it. Right. And that's what it reminds me of is it's talking about you're actually getting a physically, whether that's however one wants to wants to use to describe that it's a different vantage point that you're looking at so i i mean you know great are there are so many mysteries i think what is it great is the mystery of godliness i mean there's there's so much that i don't know about that for me whatever someone's belief is or their hope or their faith whatever you want to talk about i think that most of us who are believers in something other than us and that's most of us, I think. Um, I'm pretty open to those things. I'm open to that. I don't what you, what I know can fit on the head of this pen, and 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 look at everything else that's around me. So I so I love it. I love that there's an interconnectedness. It makes sense to me. It makes sense that when I touch, when I stub my toe, much like what you said, the rest of my body can be impacted and when i think about a body of people when something happens to me how that impacts my family and then if something happens to someone in a town how that can impact the town and then the you know province i'm in canada but you know the city the province the state the country it just makes sense to me that even beyond that if we talk about things that we would do that would pollute this planet, well, this planet is part of this great solar system and the galaxy and beyond. So to me, I can boil it down to that quite quickly and go, okay, I don't fully understand what we're everything that you're saying, it's made me very curious to you know to go and take a wee peek at that and and, and explore that a little bit more. but it's not hard for me to go, yeah, that makes sense because everything, impacts everything that's 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 how life works that's how emotions work that's how physics work that's how energy works that's how it all works so i i'm this has just made me want to research this more and to look into it and and, and possibly we will have another another show together or something like that and have a time to discuss it even more, because now we're running out of time and I'm thinking, oh, we've barely scratched the surface. I know that there is so much that um, I, I would now if it's reach easy for you to reach, you had shared with me now, not the people who are just doing this audio won't be able to see this, but you were listening to or listening to someone speak or something and you were painting. And you had done a painting. Would you be willing to share that? Absolutely. I think you had said something of.
1: Um, I call these portals. Port, you, yes. Well, that's what I call them as well. Yes. So this is this is one I just did. Um, you know, but it it um, it's just a way to, as I said before, through through something that's not talking or thinking or any other manner of communication but can still you can be processing things in all those different ways we've talked about through body movement and yoga positions and such but art is something that you can just allow the information to come through to go in and to come out of and we didn't touch on this earlier um but i have some much larger portals that (laughs) clearly have opened up some doorways because it depends on what I feel like dreaming about but I I do have certain portals that I will put in my bedroom and can sort of um with intention dream in a certain
0: in a certain realm I love well I call them portals as well I think (laughs) earlier I think earlier what I paint portals often I'm very I'm attracted to painting portals. They're in much of what I do. I do a whole series of things of portals uh, for gifts, usually for people. If someone has recently passed over, I do a portal and they and there's a way that, there's a just showing the the connection when I, I I showed you this, so I called this a portal, and someone else called it a vortex, um, but I for me it was a portal that I painted to um, for the artwork for my for my book. So I love portals, and I love how. You know what? We're I I'm gonna because we are limited in time, and I want to respect the Potapalooza and all that they're doing and working so hard for us. So I'm gonna I we're gonna have to close now. But I would love for us to talk again and uh, about portals and all things fabulous and mysterious and wonderful and beyond our beyond our understanding. It and, and maybe it will be something that'll be a panel and I'll have a few other people on it. Wouldn't that be so much fun? Oh my goodness gracious! Yes oh my gosh so um for everyone who's listening uh the if you want to be able to get a hold of patricia o'brien we will have all of her um her contact information and and also the information on how to buy her book which is called the magic food magic food for me her children's book and all the ways that you can contact her uh we will have that available um so you know, Patricia, thank you so much for being a guest today. This was I almost broke my brain. I'm so excited oh. about all of this. It's just and it, it almost snapped it for me. So it'll take me a while to process a lot of it. and that's okay because i I love that. I love when I'm like, oh yeah, I know exactly what she's talking about. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. what's going on there? I'm going to have to research this some more. So if you're like me, stay tuned. There will be more of Patricia and learning about some stuff about this because I find it really quite remarkable and wonderful. And I love all of this. So thank you so much for being a guest today.
1: And thank you, Allie. This has just been awesome, um, beautiful spirit. And we have so many similarities. So I would I would welcome the opportunity to come back and, and chat again. Just, just so much gratitude. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. And this is Allie. And find your joy. Thanks very much. And we'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye for now.